0: I've got a sewing kit in there for when, you know, basic tears or if I need to, for medical purposes, sew up my freaking arm or leg or whatever, uh, attach my head because I keep losing it.
1: Hard time strongman does not endorse using a Walmart sewing kit to suture lacerations. Sorry. Continue. Hey guys, this is Hard Time man Today we're gonna to be going through kit iterations, just what we carry. Yeah, our our base loadout, what we will carry regardless of the mission. We won't really go in the weeds on you know really mission essential items or uh, dig too far into our sustainment, but we just wanted to kind of bring up what we will have on us all the time and. Uh, what we can, you know, kind of use as a launch pad for, you know, what we can build off of. Six, how about we start with you? What's your, uh, you know, was your
0: main like load bearing kit? So I did a lot of research on load bearing kits, what everybody likes to prefer. And there was a lot out there. I was, I was torn between about three or four of them, but I eventually settled on the uh, the Mayflower, the Mayflower Gen 4. It's, it's honestly fantastic. And I'm not saying it to be a fanboy of Grand Thumb, but you know his opinion did weigh on me when I was deciding. And just the idea that everything's fixed to the actual rig itself, and you don't have to like really move anything around. There's no risk of of a pouch like tearing off of it. I know that's that's it's a very low risk, but just the fact that like there's no extra like molly to keep it further away from your body. Everything's super close. It's built. There's in not as the many moving it's parts. Nice. Yeah, yeah. There's no moving parts. So I am, um, you
1: know. What's called a pour. So, is the Mayflower? <laughs> is that like? Uh, is that like our taps? Where it's just like the essentially um, shingle, and everything's yes. built off of that.
0: Yeah. So it's basically like the taps, but yeah, it's 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 got the the minimum of what you need, but it's also kind of if you think about it, the maximum. You don't need to keep adding on stuff because that's just going to. It's going to cause more bulk, and it's going to make it harder for you to move around and be able to do the things that you need to do when you're out in the woods.
1: Does it clasp in the front or the back?
0: So it clasps in the back. Um, it's got a...
1: Is it like the old ACU, like LB?
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. It's a little cool, like that, cool. but, you know, not...
1: Infinitely better trash. quality. Yeah. Yeah. You're also using a battle belt, yeah? Right,
0: yeah. I'm using a battle belt. I I actually got that off of Amazon. It's... Uh, it did me pretty well in Afghanistan, so I said, Why not? And I'll bring it here and there's just something to be said about getting the weight off of your chest, off of your shoulders, and putting it on your hips. It's invaluable. Plus the extra space. You can throw a couple extra mags, your IFAC, drop pouch.
1: Well, using as a as a system, you have know, to distribute you, you know, it's not all on your shoulders, it's not all on your hips being able to being able
0: to use those I can pick and choose where I want it, but the vast majority of the weight that I carry on my body is actually on my hips, which is great. And it doesn't, it's actually not too bad. Even like loaded down with, you know, got drop like holster. So I've got two extra mags for my, my rifle. I've got two mags for my pistol and the pistol itself. Plus even the dump pouch, whatever I throw in there, it's, it's not bad. It's really not bad on weight.
1: Awesome. Well, I mean talking about uh you know talking about fighting load,
0: what all do you carry in that uh in that sphere? Yeah, so fighting load, um my main go to rifle is my three hundred blackout, which I've built from the ground up. I love that thing. I love it too. Suppressed, it's great. It's it's my main battle rifle, but if I need to reach out to longer ranges, I do have my uh my six five Grendel, and that baby is Ugh. I, I love her too,
1: but but I mean you you've spent a lot of time being able to build out different mission sets. So you exactly. have your three inch blackout, you have your six five Grendel, you have five five six, obviously for yep. cross loading, six five Creedmoor, yeah, six five Creedmoor. But you stick
0: with the with the three inch blackout. The three inch blackout is my my tried and true. There's nothing like being able to hit somebody in the face with a centered block at like three thousand feet per second. You know. It's great. But also, but also yeah packs. So being able to have that suppressed, not have to worry mm-hmm. about, you know, unprotected ears is a, is a really big deal. Right. Exactly. And a lot of people knock on suppress. It's just like, oh, well, you're trying to assassinate somebody. Well, no, I'm trying to save my freaking ears when I have to shoot, you know? Well, and I, you know, we just talked about the
1: community in our, in our appreciation episode, but I'm really glad that we are getting rid of that stigma over, yes. over suppressor usage. Yeah, you know, right. honestly, I think it should be standard on all rifles just for, just for safety. Absolutely. But I mean, yeah, great tool. Glad you have it on there. Yeah. Same so, here. So do you have like a
0: normal combat load for that on your, on your Mayflower? So or what does that look like? So in my, in the Mayflower itself, I can rock four mags on the battle belt. I can carry two more. So in total, I can technically carry, yes, a full combat load. Um, I don't need the extra two mags on my battle belt, but it's... It's habit, so I like having them. You know, it's it's like my little safety blanket, my little worry stone. You know, everybody's what did got I see one.
1: On, I saw an AG. Oh man, I wish I could tag out. I'll have to look that up. But he said uh, you should be carrying a uh, mag for every for every minute you plan on fighting. <laughs> Food for it's thought. True. Yeah. But, yeah. but so also we forgot to say
0: combat load. So, Combat load being. Seven magazines. Yeah. Seven mags. So one's in ones in the rifle. Yeah. So that's a, a grand total of uh, 210 rounds. That it, it seems like a lot. But for any of you out there who actually stockpile ammo like the rest of us, that's not a lot. There's there's something to be said about getting into a firefight and instantly being like, oh, God, I'm out of mags. Does yeah. anybody have a mag?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, so, God, man, I did not want to. I did not plan on getting the weeds here. But, I mean, there there's so much that goes into that. Right, so talking guns, you know, economy of fire, machine gun math. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just sustainment it itself. So, how many new magazines do you have on you? Can you resupply? You know, we know that a uh, thirty round magazine, fully loaded with 5.56 five, you know, different than 300 blackout right, but fully right. loaded with 5.56 five, equals one pound. Yep. So you can qualify that to seven magazines, seven pounds. You know, the more you add on. You know that that stacks up pretty quick. It does. And it really does. You know, we have to think of mission set, right? So are you decisively engaging? Are you assaulting through? Are you using harassing fire? Are you
0: breaking contact? Ambushing? I mean it there's, it, lot. It, it <laughs> <all goes laughs> there's a lot. It all goes into the the planning of how much mags how many mm-hmm. how much ammo you're planning on carrying, but that's that's a subject for another time.
1: Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get into the
0: weeds on that. You're one. good. Just, you said that. And I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah, best to clarify. But yeah, yeah. so that's um, your
1: so that's your fighting load.
0: So not totally. I uh, also okay. under my fighting load, I do carry a uh, a Glock 19, Gen 5, uh, threaded barrel. I don't have a suppressor for it yet, but you know, yeah, that the U.S. government knows about. Um, and. <laughs> Two two additional mags for that on my uh, my battle belt. And also, I do have a fixed blade combat knife for, you know, if I really, really, really don't want to be in this situation and I really need to prove to somebody that I don't want to be in this situation. Stabby, stabby. Yeah, a little stabby, stabby, knifey, knifey. Yeah. Mom said strangers aren't supposed to get that close. Yeah, and if they do get that close, it's going to be a bad freaking time for them. All right, so that's combat load. What do you have for medical? All right, so me- for medical, uh, I carry two tourniquets. I carry a completely decked out IFAC, so we're talking pressure dressings, we're talking chest seals, we're talking coban, uh, we're talking gauze, Israeli dressings, tape. NPA, <laughs> uh, M- because, you know, who's not a fan of getting a freaking plastic sh- tube shoved down their nose? I'm not a fan. That was horrible. Drill Sergeant, I have a deviated septum. Then push harder. Yep. Uh <laughs> Shears, pen lights, gloves, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, so we'll
1: go over, we'll, we'll go over IFAC, but that's, you know, that's IFAC a medical is, thing, but yeah, uh, IFAC's
0: for care under fire. And that's, you're worried about massive imagery. That's it. It's, it's for you. It's not for everybody else. Hmm. You know, you better carry your own individual first aid kit IFAC. Cause I'm not going to use mine on you. I will if I have to, but I'm not going to like it. And you're going to know I don't like it. <laughs> okay. What about, uh, what about sustainment? So for statement, it's actually pretty, pretty basic. I I carry water purification tablets. So chlorine dioxide, I carry a ferro rod that I can start a fire so that I can boil water to purify it, Uh, cook meat. I carry a signal mirror if I need to start a fire that way. On my person, I don't really have a whole lot for sustainment. You carry most of it in your ruck then? Yes. So yeah, in my ruck is majority of it. So I've got my MSR uh, pocket rocket 2, which is a fantastic system. I've got my uh, my camp kettle in there as well. I've got more water purification tablets because you need a lot of them. You go through them like candy, especially when you're you're out there and you don't know what's in the water. I've got uh basic food food rations that I picked up at REI. Did you do the Mountain House or something different? I would have to go look. I think it is Mountain House though. I've got a sewing kit in there for when, you know, basic tears or if I need to for medical purposes sew up my freaking arm or leg or whatever. Uh, attach my head because I keep losing it. Hard time
1: strongman does not endorse using a Walmart sewing kit to suture lacerations.
0: Sorry, continue. I was about to say that you know it's not a Walmart suturing kit; it's one that I got from the army. But that's arguably worse. Yeah, that's arguably, arguably worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh god!
1: We have a bunch of people sending us videos of them just like. Heating up a needle with a freaking Zippo and then suturing themselves. Oh, you God. said this was okay. Or drinking bleach when we told you not to. Okay, so you have so you have food, you have water,
0: you have field repair. Do you have anything else for, for sustainment? So as far as shelter goes to, we'll, we'll count that as a sustainment. I do have an axe so for cutting logs so that I can build an actual shelter. If I decide to go that route, I do carry a uh, a tomahawk. Made by a CRKT, the Columbia River Knife and Tool Company. Shout out to them. It's the Black Wood Shogun because I didn't feel like, you know, taking the lacquer off, sanding it down, staining it, burning it black to protect the wood and re it. Yeah, I didn't feel like doing that. So I've got a tomahawk there. So that's for just just lighter work when I don't need the axe. And then the back of it's got a hammerhead. So if I need to, like, use that for any sort of things, help build a shelter, whatever, that's there. I carry huge bundles of 550 cord. I want to say I have almost like 250 feet of it in my bag. I have a tarp, which is invaluable. It's waterproof, so it can it can help be the roof on a shelter. It could be a wall, whatever you need. Uh, I don't yet have camouflage knitting. i knitting. When it comes to building shelters in the woods, I haven't found that that's necessary. It's much easier to use the environment around you, cutting off branches, building up dirt, whatever. I've, i found that to be much more um not really genuine, but it's it's a better asset than having to lug around a heavy camouflage knitting. My carry is the Battle Belt and the Mayfire Jet 4. You went a little bit of a different route. My whole mindset was wrapped around long term, almost like wrecky style, but well, you have survival the ruck as well. And the bug, yeah, the ruck. So I'm yeah. I'm built for.
1: You're more of a more of the traditional. Yeah, you're you're going the more traditional route, more
0: like long term, right? You know, deep recon kind of stuff. Yes, that was that was that was my route. You went a different route, which was very very interesting to me. <laughs> That's a good word for it. I don't know how else to describe it because you told me, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" So what? What are you rocking? So my kit,
1: you know, like I said, well, you know, I'm gonna leave off like, you know, big mission essential mm-hmm. like changes or like long term sustainment stuff. But my kit consists of a Nixie Works Light Fighter rig, and a shout out to them. Hill, shout out to them, not sponsored, just impressed. Um, and right. a hill people gear kit bag so the light fighter rig I'm fanboying hard I love it it's amazing it's yeah. it's a really interesting system so what it is it's a, it's a belt kit but Nixie works he sewed on this large butt pack essentially like a 13-15 liter butt pack to the lumbar but then I think you have like I think it's like four rows of molly webbing Of belt kit that clasps in the front so the butt pack the built-in the built-in bow belt essentially and then a six-point harness that you know fits over your shoulders so I can still transfer weight between my shoulders or between my hips you know if I'm going out on a long ruck right or if I have you know like additional stuff that I need to carry it also allows you the uh, ability to modify yeah I mean it's honestly changed my outlook on on kit period so I was you know, I've always been the more traditional route of, you know, like you have your ruck, you go, you do your thing, you come back. But with the light fire rig, it allows me to be able to go through a movement. But then if I make make contact or if I go in I have to go in somewhere, I don't have to drop my ruck. I can just keep everything with me. Yeah, it's all so you. Hmm. yeah. So with that system, with the light fire rig and the kit bag, I have my fighting load, I have my medical, I have my sustenance, all you know, all together, um, in a in honestly a really effective way. I haven't even been, you know loaded down the entire system to capacity yet, and I have everything that I need. So, so far I'm really impressed. Um, so I guess I'll start with the with the Hill People gear kit bag, but what I have in that, I'm using that as like a, you know, like a big admin pouch, um, and what I'll use for land This system it's three-pocketed, so you have the pocket that's closest to your body. That's why I'm actually carrying my Glock in. So I have a full-size Glock 17 with a Surefire X 300 and a spare magazine, mm-hmm. all you know, pressed up to my chest. I can you know, rip the entire pouch away, essentially open that entire thing. I have my uh, my fighting pistol right there on me all the time so my main idea behind the the kid bag is that's something that doesn't leave my body when i'm in the field unless if i'm like i know i'm going to be in the same position for a long long time like i'm cooking or uh what have you or if i'm sleeping in which case i can use it as a pillow but if i go out hiking if i you know go hunting rucking you know if i go out patrolling whatever that's always on me but i have my pistol spare magazine in the main compartment i hold all my admin stuff so i have a notebook i have my compass i have my different map markers pencils pens uh, it's also where i keep my little pocket bellows that i made for right for fires i also have my oh, i love it man um i've got a little ferro rod tucked behind it's really cool because it's got laser cut um uh, like pals backing yeah so that whole like kind of hidden pocket i've stuffed a bunch of stuff in this so i've stuffed the entire uh ferro rod in there with a pull tab so when i you know whenever i keep maps or anything in there it's not getting in the way or it has the potential to fall out the bottom but i can pull it out and have my ferro rod same thing with the pens it's i think it's a really cool solution uh i have my notebook which i've mod with some loom tape in them back I think four pages so if I have to make any notes at night that's available um I've got my bible in there waterproofed it with a gosh I think it's still in a MRE bag MRE's <laughs> those are so great bag. it's so simple I don't know, but it's so great I don't know why I've had it for years but I've had it for years there you go and then in the front compartment I have uh just a little um like camo paint Mm-hmm. Face compact. I have my little fire kit out of my Altoids tin that we talked about in our uh, in our first fieldcraft episode. I have a multi tool, and I also keep my little core back sleeve, in there just for safekeeping. And that holds information on you know I can have a little tactical map of wherever we're at. I can have you know a reference card for different languages. I can have a range card. Uh, just a really you know, diverse system, depending on how you use it. So whenever I pull my kit, that goes on first. And then on the light fire rig, on the on my non-dominant side, my left side, uh, I hate to say it. <laughs> I carry four magazines in a canteen pouch.
0: That's an interesting it, way to do it.
1: It sounds stupid until you try it. It keeps everything together, has a over you know the the pouch lid. That keeps any debris out it works surprisingly well i'm really excited to try it out on our trip but it's a good half three-quarter of my fighting load all in the one pouch and so that's closest to my midline following that i have a 2 mag pouch with my radio in it i use a Baofeng uv5r paired with a cattail antenna the uh like the rope antenna i've threaded that through my kit and then after that i have another 2 mag pouch that carries the head to my
0: uh, CRKT Woods Shogun Tomahawk yeah and you didn't go with the black Woods Shogun you went with the regular one and decided I made to, it black uh, yes and you made it black and also what painted your your head of it right
1: yeah I mean so I so I can go all to this into more detail the hows and whys in our uh, layer field maintenance mm-hmm. and uh, field prep episode but yeah so when I bought it it had the I think it's like lacquer yeah, I think some it's kind of lacquer. sealant. Just yeah, yeah, just the sealant. It's slick. It'll give you blisters. It, it's super, you know, reflective. I hate it. So anytime that I buy a uh a tool that has that on there, I strip it off. So I just take a razor, strip it all off, sand it off. Uh, then I scorched it. uh Scorching it, it's a old method, but it seals the wood, so it protects it from insects. It's water repellent. Protects it from heat. Uh, and like I said, it it seals the pores, seals the fibers, so uh, cool little cool little maintenance hack that I do, and then I uh, just sealed it with some uh, boiled linseed oil, and that the handle itself that is stored in the uh, in the canteen pouch of the of the light fire rig on that non-dominant side. Is it the handle? Yeah, just the handle to the the handle to the. Wow. Yeah, so the, so I break down my tomahawk when I'm not using it. So mm-hmm. uh, I keep the handle strapped in on the left side of my life rig, and then the head itself I store in a two mac pouch, so it's protected. Nice. Also, because everything is straight up and down, it saves space. Everything's a lot more streamlined. So I love tomahawks for that. I love that you can break them down. I love that if I you know, somehow break my handle, I can you know go out and I can make another one. they're just really cool tools
0: yeah and space is is very much something that you need to save because if you've ever been deployed you know that like once you throw on your kit you feel like you're just walking around like you've got huge lats it's it's so bad with all the equipment that you have to carry on you
1: it's well that's part of the reason why I, i went with the light fighter rig you know we talked about when we were deployed you know i i hate wearing plates you know, I'd much rather have more maneuverability than plates. You know, unless of my mission is, hey, go clear that building. Yeah, go get yeah. shot at. Unless if that's my you know main mission, I don't want to be wearing plates. You know, it's um, absolutely. You know, that's just a that's just a choice of mine. But same. Uh, so the light fire as it, you know, as the name implies, the you know the mindset you have to have going into it. You're not going to bear this down with 60 pounds of gear. That's you know, not what's for. So all of the things I have in my kit, I try to have secondary and tertiary purposes for it. And I try to save space and weight where I can. Uh makes me more maneuverable, and you know, I can supplement with an assault pack if I need to. Mm-hmm. But we can get into that later. Right. And then on the dominant side, on my right side, more magazines and a two-mag pouch in front. Another two-mag pouch holds my IFAC. I've just retrofitted uh, what? Two hemostatic dressings and a ace bandage. Cause all I'm really worried about with the IFAC is bleeding. Yeah. Or, stop everything the else bleeding. I have. Yeah. Everything else I have in a supplemental uh, boo boo kit slash like breakout bag for medical. Nice. But you know, that's my that's my train. But that's my training. So, you know, in a team or a squad I'd more often than not would be the medic. So I have to have more stuff for more people. Right. Which then you'd probably
0: carry an eight bag, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd probably retrofit an eight bag. Like okay. you have the uh, what's it, the Hazard Four? I think B. so. Just it's like you know, it's big, uh, rectangular mm-hmm. bag. I can retrograde that pretty easily, or a salt pack pretty easily. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so that I pack it. Then I have my uh, my mess kit and a canteen pouch, just the normal uh, canteen cup, and then I stuff it with Cliff bars and tuna. It's Not great, but the kilocalories involved are enough to sustain me. So that kit can carry me for three days with, you know, sustaining with water. So would it be all that fun? No, but you know, the main butt pack and like supplemental assault packs, that's, that's what we're, I would carry like, you know, wet rations, something that I would have to heat up or, you know, prepare more, but this is more of a this is more betting on that. I'm just in an operating environment where I don't have a lot of time yeah, to eat or to, a bit to of dedicate a denied to that. environment kind of situation. Exactly. You know, contested environment, denied environment, just what I, what I will need at the time to sustain me for, you know, to a point to where I can
0: get to a cache or I can resupply or what have you. Okay. So then let's talk about your sustainment. Like what are you caring for that? What are you caring for shelter too? Yeah, so for shelter, I have just, uh, I think it's a
1: 6x8 tarp. Um, I have, I think, I think 50 foot, 100 foot of 550 cord. I need to get tubular webbing because that can be used for all sorts of stuff. That can be load-bearing. That can be, you know, you can improvise a litter off of that. You can do a lot with tubular webbing. Um, I've got my sleep system which consists of the baby cover the sleeping pad uh casualty blanket, a blizzard casualty blanket and then uh i already talked about my mess kit just some dry rations uh for water i have three ways of you know purifying water i can boil it in the canteen pouch or the canteen cup i have my aqua tabs that i use for more of on the go so i carry two canteens on the light fire rig. And then I have a two quart canteen that I actually carry in the butt pack. And that is outfitted with a, uh, like a, like a bladder hose bite valve hose. Okay. So I can drink that more on the go, but I cycle through the two canteens, uh, with the aqua tabs as needed so that I can, you know, constantly be purifying water. And then I also have the Sawyer mini for when I'm in a, you know, more of a, of a halt god that thing's, posture. That thing's it's 20 a bucks yeah it's 20 bucks and it yeah it Changed your life I mean and I haven't even you know really spent a lot of money on it yet but you can buy you know the sawyer what the gravity filters that that's for like bulk water uh that's my son um, so you have the gravity filter, you can get, I only have the 16 ounce, but you can get like a 32 ounce compression back for, you know, for, yeah, giving out throughout the, you know, throughout your, uh, team or squad. So, I mean, it's a really capable system, you know, and you know, like I said, it's scalable. Right. And then in the butt pack itself, I have not filled it yet. I'm actually pretty impressed, but. I've got a uh, wet weather top and bottom poncho. I've got a field repair kit that has, like I said, the 550 cord. Um, I've got a sewing kit in there. I've got, I think, three or four um, just USGI like uniform patches. Yeah. The fabric uh, patches oh, yeah. that you can throw on there. Love those things. But the great thing about the, oh, and an e tool, e tool, saw, yeah. the tomahawk. But, the really great thing i love about this life is is that i have you know everything that i need essentially just in that little system and then if i need a supplement for longer say we're going on a you know longer patrol or uh, i just want to store something in caches i can throw a salt pack on over and it'll sit on top of that butt pack yeah with no issue so that That's could great. supplement me for multiple days. That could be mission essential items like, you know, drones or extra ammunition or like incendiaries, whatever.
0: But yeah, luckily my, uh, my rucksack, which I picked up one of the, uh, USMC rucksacks, which I, okay. I think are far superior than the army ones. Just based on design. It, it actually sits high enough to where it doesn't interfere with my chest rig and it doesn't interfere with the battle belt. It just rides perfectly where it needs to, and yeah, that thing—you've seen it. That thing's massive. It can haul yeah. so much stuff, and it's still not even full. Yeah. So, I mean, I throw my drone in there, and those these packs, depending on what our purpose is, can carry exactly what we need to sustain ourselves for as short or as long a term as we need.
1: Mm-hmm. And then well, it's all—it's
0: it's scalable. Right. right, everything's scalable,
1: and the, and that's the whole point. So this is you know what we our our base loadout. You know what we'll carry regardless. But if we have a specific mission set, then you know we can add to our kit to fulfill that. You know, as you can hear in the background, I have other heartbeats that I'm in charge of, so I'll need to be able to carry for them because they can't. So you know, having my base loadout and then being able to you know, upscale that if I have to move my family, you know, that's huge. Or, you know, like you said, Mission Central I am. So if I need to throw on a drone or a more capable radio or, you know, say incendiaries or destructive devices, I can, you know, throw that on in, in a salt pack and I'm good to go.
0: And good to go, yep.
1: So it's just whatever you decide for your kit, and we want to use this uh, episode as an example, but Whatever you your mission set is, you need to build your kit out to that. Yeah. You know, you can't just copy someone and think that you're good to go. You know, no. It's 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 purpose built. Yeah, it's purpose built. I mean, I don't own night vision devices. I need to. Yeah. That's on the list. But you know, you need to be able to fit what you need. And my kit, what I'm you know, what I'm using it for now, I'm using it for one to three day patrols whether that be a presence patrol so that, you know, people know, oh hey, this would be, you know, probably a bad idea if I wanted to, you know, mess with this. If yep. that's uh you know, going out for resupply, if that's for you know, reconnaissance, whatever, harassing fire, you mm-hmm. know, whatever ambush, you know, whatever my mission set is, this will carry me out for one to three days. And then okay. I have to incorporate that into my plan you know, whenever I'm going out on that mission, Hey, I need to have resupplies for water. I need to have resupplies for ammunition. If I, you know, get decisively engaged, I need to, you know, and on and on and on. Yep. But that's the, this, this is the base loadout that we just have on us all the time. What we've learned through experience and through just our own research, uh, to, to help us fulfill our mission. Because that's all Absolutely. it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. And of course I can scale mine down I can always scale it up, but I can also scale it down. Like, if I don't need my entire ruck, I can throw on my, um, my mystery wrench bag and just start stuffing what I need into that. And that thing holds so freaking much. It's basically another ruck, but I can cinch it down to the point of where I can only I can carry a radio and a change of clothes and some batteries if I need to, you know?
1: Yeah. And a lot of it also is, you know, you have to think if we're, you know, playing on operating in a contested environment. Right. So you have to think of the civilian consideration. So, should you, you know, be, you know, totally decked out in all your, you know, tactical gear and then roll up into a town? Eh, that's probably not a good look. But if you throw in some, you know, just some street clothes in your bag, then, you know, if you can stow that bag under some camo netting or, you know, throw it up in a tree and lash it down or whatever, then, you know, blend into the masses, then that's probably a better. That's probably a better
0: idea. Yeah, blending in. Uh, the idea of the gray man is is something everybody should look into. Something they should practice. Um, don't make it your personality. Don't be douchey. But it's the idea of it. The purpose of it is is solid.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day, mission always dictates kit. Yes. One hundred percent. We appreciate you guys listening. We just wanted to give you what our base loadout is. Uh, So if you didn't consider something, maybe you did, or you learned something. Or if you have suggestions or comments about our kit, drop us a comment. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. Yep. As always, this is Hard Time Strong Men. Stay in the fight. Bye, everybody.